Hello. What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening in to another episode of Up In Your Business. Uh, we're back with another familiar face here, uh, but if you're not watching, um, Drew, say hello. How's everybody doing? Drew is back. Uh, he just had so much fun, and he's like, I just want to come back, guys, and was, talk on this microphone. He's begging. He's begging, yeah. He's <laughs> begging. Um, Always no, welcome so, back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, it's actually going to be very Q&A style. We've done a, a few Q&As before, but... Nothing like this, though. Fuck my chair in. Sorry. You're right over there? We are doing uh, a Q&A here, which uh, we've done some Q&As in the past, but um, this one's really going to be focused on um, people who are starting a business, may have just started, um, and have all kinds of really like practical questions. What should I do about taxes? Should I hire an accountant? Um, where should I do advertising? Should I get a business partner? All kinds of just really practical questions. Or should I even start a business? Or should I start a business? Or yes. should I just Is keep taking pictures for fun? Um, <laughs> uh, so all kinds of questions that uh, you might have in your first year or so of business or you know, you're thinking of starting. Uh, and it's cool because Drew has a very different background than we have as well. So you get a bunch of perspective on it. Our yeah. business styles are very different. Right. Very different. So yeah. quick introduction, obviously, if you're listening, you probably know who Mike and I are. We are the co-founders of Focus Forward Media. We are pretty much a media production house. So we produce commercials, uh, photographs, marketing materials for companies. And Drew, give a quick background on you and your business. Uh, I'm a welder fabricator, own a small shop in Exeter, and I dabble with uh, real estate. I have a couple doors in Westerly right now. Um, and I hold a W2, so I'm a field engineer for a CNC company. So between the three of us, uh, you know, we, we have some experience in very different industries, different areas, um, and also different backgrounds. Um, you know, Mike and Drew grew up in Southern Rhode Island, um, went to school down there. Mike went to college in Vermont. Drew, did you go to college or no? I tried. You tried. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I went to school in uh, Framingham. So, um, you know, we've all been in different parts of the world. Mike lived in LA for about six months. Um, I've lived pretty much in New England my whole life. And same with you, Drew. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so different backgrounds. And uh, I think this will be, be a fun one. I'm excited. I yeah. Agree. I think coming from different backgrounds too, there's different business mindsets. Right. For sure. You know, just to hop right in. But um and we touched on it when Drew was on the podcast last time, how people in Southern Rhode Island are nothing like people in Providence. And I had True. no idea about that until I came yeah. up here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be a good variety yeah. of everything. Um, so yeah, if you're listening to this and at any point um, you guys have a question or um, some sort of comment to what we're talking about, um, feel free to shoot us an email or a DM. You can DM us on um, Instagram at up in your biz pod or garage Bay LLC. Um, either one of those, we'd be happy to answer your questions. So, yes, up. yeah. Um, and if yeah. you have, yeah, we'll make this a series. If we get enough questions, I think yeah. brought yeah. in too. Let's keep it so. going. No question is a dumb question, right? Any questions are welcome and stick around till the end. We might have some presents. Yeah. Giveaway. Yeah. Giveaway. It's not Christmas anymore, but we might still have some gifts. <laughs> let's do um, this. So do we, how do we want to do it? Do you want to jump right in? Yeah, let's go right for it. All right. So what's the first question, Drew? Oh, there's certainly a few to go over right now. Um, I think we should probably just get the ball rolling here with, let's just go over a business idea versus a plan yeah. and what that should look like to a person. 
All right. It's a good place to start. Yeah. That's kind of the basics. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of explain that a little bit for... So, if you are interested in starting a business, I think uh, you have to determine the difference between your idea and your plan. And if you say that you're just going to start, for instance, a photography company because you like taking photos, that's really not going to get you anywhere. Right. You don't have any stepping stones. You don't have any structure. You're going to flop. Uh, you need to figure out what type of photography you want to focus on. Um, and you have to look into the future. So what do you want to lead up to? Is it just going to be weddings? Is it just going to be uh, um, events? Right. Or do you want to get into something like you guys do and big commercial stuff? Yeah. Um, if that's the case, how are you going to build up to it? Can you right. do it yourself? Right. Do you have to bring someone else in? Yeah. Do you have the equipment? How are you going to get the equipment? How much does the equipment cost? Right. And you got to write this stuff down. But if you, by doing that plan and physically writing it on a piece of paper, you have something to actually visualize. And then that starts your wheels to turn. Yeah. Um, Cause it's, and then it's a snowball effect. Yeah. Right. You know? Proof of concept. It's anyone can say, you know, I'm, I'm a business owner or I run a photography studio, but do you actually, and do you have the capacity to do that? And before you can even think about a business, you got to realize if you can do that, if you yeah. have the capacity yeah. and, and not to mention thinking, what does the future look like? Can I sustain that kind of life? Do you want to? Right. Do Do I want to? Am I the type of person that's going to be okay with ups and downs? Some days are going to be hard. Some days might be easy. Some months I'm going to make a lot of money. Some months I might make no money. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have to figure out health insurance on my own. How am I going to do that? Yep. Um, and to that point too, no guaranteed paycheck. Once right. you're, once you, once you jump ship, you're jumping <laughs> ship. You know? yes, yeah, you are. exactly. Yep. Are you the type of person that needs that sort of security every week or every two weeks having a paycheck? If you're like that, that's not a bad thing, but just keep that in mind because as you go forward, um, you know, especially in the, the first uh, year, two years, three years. You got to be understanding of it. Right. You can't just rely on a steady paycheck every yeah. two weeks because that's just not practical. Yeah. And also understand when you're starting out, the little paycheck you might be bringing in for yourself, you're probably going to have to reinvest that yeah. to get yourself anywhere where you want to be down the road five years. That's going to go back into your cost of your website, the cost of the electricity at your office, the cost of rent at your office. Maybe you work you from home. It. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Figure you that still got to pay your bills at home. Like um, you're going to need a car to get somewhere. Camera equipment. So, I mean, this stuff adds up quick. Yeah. All it's kinds of it's stuff. all doable. It's right. all doable, but you have to break it down step by step. And that's where I think a lot of people, they, they just skip out on it. They just have this idea mm -hmm. and they run with it. Yeah. Right? Because maybe they go hard for one to two days, like, oh, I'm determined, I'm doing this. And day three comes, you know, like, oh, you know, maybe I'm going to take today off. That's when you lost it right there. Yeah. Like, you're, that's the business not going to thrive. You're not dedicated. Yeah. You got to, it's nonstop until you make it. And I don't think anyone sitting at this table right now would say we made it. Like, every, we still work. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> like, we still work to the point where we're building up to one day eventually, hopefully, yeah. make it, you know? Right. And you got to have, I mean, that's got to be part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I must say to another point too, like when we first started Focus Forward, we had our first couple contracts. contracts, um, the first month or two was like $30,000 of contracts. Mm. 
and it was just like that was like hitting the lottery at that time so that yeah <laughs> is like, that crazy oh if my someone would have offered me a full-time job and since we're 50 50 partners mm. they offered me a full-time job for fifteen thousand dollars you know for the next like <laughs> three months i would have been like go fuck yourself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but because like it was money that mike and i put the time and sweat and we earned it like it means so much more when I, when that time comes when you start bringing in money yeah. i remember walking out of uh one of our first uh successful meetings when we're sitting in the boardroom with the client this is like so funny to think back to. this is almost three years ago we're probably a month off sometime in february three months ago uh three years ago i'm sorry and we're sitting in the boardroom with this client and this is like our first big sort of pitch of a series of videos over six months, say. And I remember, you know, they said, okay, well, let's start with $10,000. Let, let's start there as like a, a starting point. And I remember walking out of that meeting feeling like I was on top of the fucking world. Oh, yeah. We, I looked at Mike and I was like, we got out of there. I was like, yo, $10,000. I was like, dude, we got this. Like, that is crazy. Like, it was the most exciting moment. And then, you know, like the next day, another contract signed on for like $7,000. And, and it just starts rolling in. Yeah. yeah and like, like Mike said, yeah, it was like, you know, a total of maybe $30,000. And, um, you know, we had, like I said, we acted like we just hit the lottery. We're like, we're going to get, we got to get an office now. We got an office and we got our yeah, first and then office. That there goes the money. <laughs> there goes the money. Like, all right, let's just. But that was all budgeted for. Like right. when we get this money, we're going to do this. So yeah. that goes back to the whole plan idea, like having uh, a yep. set plan. Yes. Yeah. And, and if you have that in place. Exactly, it's going to help you so much. Like I know in your shoes, you started off with one bay. Yep. And then over time, you were able to take over another one. Yep. And then yep. I, you know, saved the money and I bought the plasma machine and you know went into that stuff right. for a little while. So it, yeah. but that was all in the works. Mm -hmm. You know, I always have that. I I wrote out a plan probably ten years ago when I was working at the stereo shop. I wish I still had it, but yeah, uh, it was like three pages long. Just, and it was just, you. nobody could follow what the fuck I was writing on the just paper. But everything. I was just writing stuff down. Where does it? Where do I want to go? What yeah. don't I want to do? You know, what, what are some jobs that I could care less to get involved with? Yeah. Yeah. And just start directing yourself through it. You know, and sometimes it might not work out perfectly and you get redirected, but that is what it is. But you need that basic plan. Yeah. You know. And you also have to, like, yeah, Mike and I, got a little lucky on our first couple of meetings i would say luck always plays a part a little bit but uh luck comes from hard work and i think that you know you got to be prepared to luck just comes from opportunities that's it and the harder you work the more opportunities you get yeah so i mean point in case true yes but you have to be ready i think and mentally prepared to not take off like that too like what if it takes you three to four months are you willing to not collect a dime for that yeah. long and in order to build something. And that's where you should think about, well, if I have a current W-2 job, maybe I should slow my roll and give it, like we talked about before, you know, a, a year trial run. Peace, Bye, Mike. Mike. Have a good weekend. Take See care, ya. Mike. Those are all but, rolling? Uh, yeah. All right. Sorry. Thanks. But, like, if you're not going to... Thanks for the donuts, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was you. that Mike that got the donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do not want a donut. <laughs> I don't want to put the donuts away. Take the donuts. Take the donuts back. They're all gone? Uh, I mean, there's a few. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, the cameras. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, not to cut you off. But <laughs> you're good. You're good. Thanks, uh, Mike. But yeah, I think you, you got to sit back and 
be realistic with yourself. You might have a great idea, but if it's going to take a little time to get it rolling, put it on the back burner, like slowly build to it and keep, keep your nine to five. Yes. And bank the money, right? Bank the money. Yeah. Be like, all right, so now I'm taking $300 of every check and putting it into this separate account that I open that's going to be strictly for my business. Yes, and that's your opening asset inv- investment. Yeah. You know, that's your capital. Yeah. When the time comes to open up that registered LLC, then you can dump it in there. Right. But right. you got to get diligent with it. I agree. And also you got to get used to not having that comfort of the extra cash yeah. in your account. <laughs> right. So just... Get away with it. And from the nine to five aspect, I would like wonder what you guys kind of think about this. When do you come out and say like, hey, I'm doing this? Is it just whenever you feel it's right? Is there a certain time to be like, hey, I'm doing something on the side? Because you don't want your W-2 job to find out. Right. I think that comes in most confidence, honestly. I think, yeah, yeah, it's a, I think it's a balance because it, it, it depends, I think, A, on the type of person you are. Because it could just be the right moment. You feel it. The momentum's good. Obviously, you're making enough money. Um, but you could also be the type of person that you say, okay, I need, and this is usually the safest bet, but if you're a super risky person, you might not wait till this point. But the point where your W-2 income and your side hustle income are about the same or close. So that if you lose this, you're still okay. Right. I fully agree because now you're taking 40 hours from there. You're going to double. You, I mean, yeah. You're going to work twice as hard. You're going to work. Well, you're going to work the same. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. You're going to work the same amount of hours at your job. I mean, at your, your business. Probably more. Yeah. That's natural. <laughs> Typically but, more. <laughs> but to gain that opportunity to make even more money, it's not going right. to be equivalent right off the rip. But you know, Right. Exactly. That, because if you have 40 hours at your W 2 job every week, Obviously, putting another 40 into a side hustle is hard. You're probably doing 20, 25. I don't know. Maybe you're doing 80. I don't know. Um, There's some hustlers out there. Yeah. But but yeah, exactly. But knowing the fact that, okay, I'm doing this much, you know, I'm making X amount a month from putting in 20, 25 hours a week. If I'm able to put in 40, I know. How much more can I do? Exactly. Exactly. How much more productive can I be? Right. You know, and I think... uh, the more time you allow yourself throughout the day, the the more you can get productive. Mm-hmm. It's that that snowball effect, right? You know, you can't get the wheels turning if you're just working two hours a day, right? right but if you right. got eight, I mean, you can you, you can get a lot you can done. hit it, yeah. You can get a lot done. That also brings up a good point of you guys talking about like over forty hours and all that stuff being when you're making this plan, you got to think about being a business owner. You don't have set times. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We always talk about if you broke out like what we make and how much time we put into the business, we'd probably be it's making junk. like four bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Cause, because it's like illegal. Who's, yeah. yeah. Like who on the weekend is. Yeah, I'm gonna, I need to talk to HR. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can email HR at Focus Forward, see if they get back to you. But um, like who who's sitting on a Saturday and Sunday at who has a 40 hour a week W 2 job and they're like, I'm Saturday and Sunday. Those are my days off. I'm going to go drink both days. I'm going to have Sunday fun day. Mm-hmm. You're in a business like Saturday, Sunday could be, you know, 12 hour days a piece. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, like, yeah, those well. are the best days to get stuff done. Right. True. <laughs> no distractions. There's less nothing. people dropping in on you. Cause they're all out at the bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So like, I, yeah, it's another thing to take note. And 
you put know, this, into your plan, sort of. Yeah, the first question, I mean, there's so many different levels to this Allocate what kind of times you can realistically set aside for this side hustle. Yeah, right. And then, How do you do it? And then once it becomes not your side hustle and it is your main hustle, your, your full-time thing, you know, understanding, am I okay with working 50, 60 hours a week? Am I okay working Saturdays sometimes? Am I okay, you know, having a little bit less of a social life in the first year or so? Because it's going to be hard. I'm building a business. Understanding or no yeah. social life. Right, or none. Yeah. You know, understanding that it is going to be really tough and you're going to have to work long hours and maybe not see the greatest rewards or the rewards that you want right away. Yeah, I mean, time. that should be the first thing you understand. All, yeah. like, good Going questions to... But, you know, you it's know, funny about. because when we... Or, like, when I personally was like, all right, let's go into business, let's do this, like, none of this crossed my mind. It's all been right. through experience and going through it and trying... Yeah. Just taking it on the run and sometimes taking it on the chin, too. Yeah. Yep. Right, so we're really giving so much free advice here that, you know... Do we cut it now? We're going to cut it now. And if you want to keep going, send $10 each. <laughs> uh, anybody who's listening, send $10. What's over that going Give them my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine. Um, I'm at Dirty Mike with two E's. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, exa- that's exactly right. Like, I don't, I didn't think through all these questions. It was just sort of natural. Yeah. Did you? Maybe so. Well, you had more, I think, of a laid out plan in your head of what you wanted to do yeah it seems like i mean i had so i sat on the idea for probably two years yeah. and then as soon as i had the opportunity as soon as i hit my breaking point at my old job yeah i jumped but i didn't jump full-time like you guys well I think and i've always held a full-time w2 but it's sure. different i think because you know you run this successful business and your w2 mike and i we're freelancers doing what we're doing now, but now we're just on another level of owning the business instead yep. of working for a business owner. Yep. Yeah. So we're, we had like kind of the connections and backgrounds where we were confident enough to be like, make that jump and we don't need anyone anymore. Yeah. If that makes, huge, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. the connections are big. Like oh, yeah. get out and talk to people. Personal oh, connections God. are like word of mouth is what? 80% of our business. Yeah. That's for sure. And that's how it should be. I mean, and just for the, if you're starting out, like, get a mentor, get five mentors, talk to anyone in business yeah. in general. Find a book, Audible. You talk about Audible all the time, Drew. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, but even just strike conversations up with someone. If they don't want to help you, maybe they'd have somebody that does. But yeah. chances are, if you're genuine enough and want to learn yeah. and willing to sit down and, and have a conversation with someone, successful people are going to do that yeah. because they see themselves in you often yeah right you know right, right. so it's not hard to find that person that's willing to to talk yeah and, and teach you something yeah it's just up to you to take it out and make something with it yeah that's a very good point yeah but i felt pretty good that was that was good do we have more on that question shit i don't even know what question that was <laughs> we just kind of went on well, roll yeah. there. <laughs> that was business plan versus idea uh, okay yes yeah, so um i feel pretty good about that yeah, I mean, and of course, like we said, if anybody, if we, you want us to expand on anything, yeah. if you want to even talk personally to us, like yeah. feel free to reach out to any one of us and mm-hmm. we're, we'll happily yeah, for sure. be, yeah. be that person to help you out. Yeah. Like, Yeah, I love it. I mean, we'll schedule that's where this came out of. We'll schedule at uh, $50 for 30 minutes. Uh, at Dirty Mike with two E's. $75 for an This kid is hour. hungry today. <laughs> Just kidding. Boy. We're having a rough January. <laughs> <laughs> Shit show. Dry January is in Oof. full effect. <laughs> No, Good just Lord. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. Uh, so, uh, what's, what's got, a good next one? 
I, I'm going to be selfish. I want to go into the naming and branding thing. All right. Yeah. You know, how I, think, I think it works. It's a perfect segue yeah. because you're starting out. Once you, you decide you have it. Yeah. Prestige what? worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> That's definitely a movie reference and I'm not getting it. Step Brothers. What? Oh, how have you never uh, seen Step Brothers? We're going to get a lot of comments on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody tell Drew how much of an idiot he is here. Oh, we hear it all What is often. Step Brothers? I'll show you it after. You. It's a good video. But go ahead. Prestige. <laughs> not worldwide. to go off. I've seen Stop Step it. Brothers, guys. I just don't remember the dialogue uh, yeah. uh, we'll pay fucking attention remember the, dude, <laughs> they're in the two afros man I they're know. in the restaurant the and they're like pitching the idea to their friends and then they crash the boat the no. dad's boat i remember drum set and some shit like yeah. that. we'll show it to you maria, yeah. santa maria i do you in the back while i'm drinking sangria, sangria. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember this you must have skipped this. He must have watched uh, the. Yeah, that was probably. Yeah, you probably watched the, the PG bathroom. version. I don't know. We'll show. We'll, we'll show yeah. you it after. We'll show I'm gonna make a note here, right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, naming and branding, it's. Uh, I think it's overlooked for mm-hmm. sure. Oh yeah. You might think something's catchy, and everybody else in society might literally laugh at you. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got to think long term, like we talked about before. Yep. And simplicity meets elegance is what I try to push people to. Um, yeah, I like, I like that. How did you guys come up with Focus Forward? Was it the first one that hit your notebook? No, no, no definitely we, not. So I'm terrible at thinking about names. As I think Mike actually, yeah, I think Mike actually was the one that came up with Focus Forward. Um, I like when it when you put me on the spot, it's like. It's hard to, Ooh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's hard to get get a name out there. It's yeah. like, how do you portray everything that you do in two or three words? You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And um, that's how you have to look at it. Everything you want to do everything. now and in the future, right? Yeah. Exactly. You have to think years ahead in terms of, like you said, services, advancement, um, size of the business. Um, in, in a specific reference to like photography and, and freelance videographers, you start with your name, John Reed, John Smith productions, John Smith it has video. to be easily conveyed to other people. So that word of mouth just keeps going. Yeah. It can't be like long and ridiculous. Right, right, right. No one's going to care to talk about it until you have that brand recognition. We're yeah, like, true. that's valid. like, yeah, I know yeah. that we had a conscious decision to put media at the end of it because we wanted media. We didn't want video. We didn't want like photo or anything like that. We wanted media. No, I think so that's a great. Yeah. It could have sure. everything in there. It's an umbrella. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I know we'll get into like the DBAs and all that stuff that you can do underneath it. Correct. Yeah. But like that was a decision that we con- consciously made for five the ten future, years down yeah. the road well media is vague but also very direct which i mean that people know what media all is you can really ask for i mean you can't get much better than that right and we're hoping that you know in 10 years someone can be just because you can just say focus forward and people know right. what you're talking about but we have the media in there for those because we're brand new we're still young we're yeah. what are you, two two and a three half years, years. Three, three years Boom. yeah three years. yeah so yeah but that's still a young company mm-hmm. like to, oh, yeah, sure, to yeah. have that and like we look at other uh, media companies that have been around for 15, 20, 30 years. Yeah. You see where they're at now. And it's like, that's where I want to be in 15 Hell years. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you Sorry, set yourself up prop. No, but yeah. It's, yeah. it's perfect. That's the perfect example of what to do. And then you look at the garage bay and that's not what you want to do. <laughs> I don't install we joked. doors. Can you, can you explain to the listeners like the whole, the garage bay, like the, yeah, so yeah, the garage I didn't understand bay, when I was, was 20, I thought it was 
super cool and hip because I'm going to build shit out of a garage bay and I'll build whatever shit you ask me to. So <laughs> I'm going to call it the garage bay because it's just open to anything. Well, no, because everybody thinks I just put overhead garage doors in. <laughs> so, I mean... How many times do you get people... Dude, twice a month. ...call who twice, say, Can, I need a new garage door. Well, it's just... The, it's like the marketing agents and like stuff like that, like asking me to, you know, I have 15 people in your city looking for garage doors. It's like, well, good, but they're going to have to keep looking. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything with them. Now, if they want a handrail, I can do something, but... So hey, maybe that you should horrible. learn how to install garage doors. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You'd probably make a ton of money. <laughs> yeah. Well, the work's out there. I can tell you that much. <laughs> that's funny. But so that's, I overlooked that aspect to it. I mean, so I recognized it and I used it to my advantage in some ways just to kind of create the brand around it. Yeah. So at least at this point, I mean, eight years in the game, a lot of people know my name simply because I do a lot of the advertisement. I make my logos I try to push out a, a new logo every couple of years or stuff mm-hmm. like that, like the cartoons. Yeah. People eat it up. Right. Yeah. And if you go in South County, most people who are like in the industry or like they know the garage bay is you. Yeah. But it's like one of those things where you gotta you can't think of it on like a friend level or a community level. It's ten thousand or thirty thousand feet. Yeah. Where yeah, you if you don't know someone from Idaho, are they gonna know kind of what your business right. is all about? Yeah. And like again, if I Google search metal fabrication rhode island and the garage bay comes up i'm going to skip that link Uh, not necessarily well i mean if you're scrolling through you see garage bay or or metal fabrications llc or something like that rhode island welding or something like that well who's gonna click what that's true how do you rank on google have you tested it out at all i don't know Uh uh-oh Oh, uh, no. yeah. I, I knew you were going to grab your phone. I don't. See, we're in the middle of rebrand, guys. But we're also in Pawtucket, which isn't your area either. I've, True. Yeah. Or no, no you, do you come up here for a freelance or is that more I'll W2? I'll do some stuff, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're going to pay me. <laughs> Go I'll anywhere. Do whatever you want. <laughs> like, I don't think you're going to have it because I changed the, the website name too. Oh, did you? Yeah. So I'm trying to, we'll talk about that to after. The, but yeah, okay. We're, um. Trying to make it a little bit more easier to understand. Still don't see it. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna. Hey, rebrand, bro. South County Steel, Eagle Tour, and Sheet Metal, Metal Doctors. I wonder if we check page four. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we did do it though down South County. If we I did, like, I've never paid much attention to it because I've always had just the word of mouth. Right. You know. It's... So if you don't need it, then why even waste your time doing it? Yeah. Or the money and resources. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's... I think with your business, too, every, it's a lot of custom visual stuff. So your Instagram slays it and your Facebook slays it yeah, because I'll it's really cool stuff. Yeah, I'll get a lot of private messages leading to work from posts yeah. and stuff like that. Because someone's like, oh, you can make that? You can make that look like that? Yeah, so, so can you do this, too? Right. So, yeah, sure. And then, you know, it leads you, to the jobs that way. So you, you need a Google profile, actually. Yes, I do. You don't have one. Correct. So that's why. Shit. Because <laughs> when I search Garage Bay LLC, what comes up is Long Life Auto Repair LLC in Waltham, Mass. Nope. That's not me. <laughs> Psych. Yeah. Just anyway. kidding. We can help you out with that. Yeah. We can help you out with that. Uh, we're good. Good to have friends. But I mean, <laughs> like even going from, you know, not even the naming, the branding and the culture you want to build around your brand. Yeah. You know, like 
when people hear your name, you want to have positive thoughts, but you want to set an expectation of what they're going to get mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Oh, yeah. For sure. 100%. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think it's a lot of, which is hard, but it, it's a lot of like looking three, four, five years down the line. What is, are your services going to stay the same? You know, for example, in photography or video, are you going to stick to weddings? Are you going to offer commercial? Are you going to do both? And it might sound crazy when you're sitting at day two and thinking about those big jumps. Right, like, but it's realistic. It yeah, can happen. Right. Yeah. Like, don't put anything off off the, the table. Yeah, yeah, off yeah. The yeah, table. yeah. Just, it Be- could happen. Anything can happen. You, I mean, you might start with commercial and end up hating it. You might start with weddings and end up hating it. You might want to do both. Do you end up uh, wanting to have two brands? Do you want to do them both under one? How is that going to be perceived? Are you always going to be you? Is it always going to be John Doe Productions? Should it be some name that's not your name so that later on people can say, oh, yeah, I worked with Focus Forward Media? Right. And this doesn't mean that you can't pivot. Correct. To the times, to what your passion is. Because as you go, you're going to realize you like certain things, you don't like certain things. Yeah, Yeah, and that's fine. There's no perfect way because as much as you can try to plan, you know, I feel like I'm contradicting myself here. Like, think of your name three, five years down the line. Well, no, I think that's just giving you the... The like, thoughts. The, yeah, like the energy. and Think like about the, that. Yeah, like this Something is what my brand about. to be. Yeah. Because, yes, if if you started, if you've already started and your your business name is Stacy Johnson Photography, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. In two years from now, you have six employees and, you know, not every time your clients are working with Stacy Johnson, okay, they're going to work with your employee. How does that work? Now you have to rebrand. Maybe you want to rebrand, so that's okay to do. Yeah, and there's ways to two, get three years in. Yeah, I mean, she could. I mean, Stacey Johnson could bring it to SJ Photos or, or media. Or there something you like go. That. Or so that way, it's not just one individual. SJ now you have a photography. Team, you know, so or DBA. Exactly. That brings and us right to the DBA. You mm-hmm. can bring in another DBA and do because. Which I guess should we explain what it? So a DBA, DBA is, is doing business as, which is literally when you start as a sole proprietor. There's no real formal things needed. When I started as a sole proprietor, you're running off your own social security number. You, ha- you can get an EIN. You have the option of doing that through the IRS website, irs.gov, file a business, put the names in there, uh, the type of business you're registering. So if you're a sole proprietor, you're just an individual, you're running off your own social security, which is what happens. You're the sole business owner. There's no employees, no equity partners. So... DBA is doing business as. So technically, when you start a sole proprietor, that is it. When you're a sole proprietor, your technical legal business name is your physical name, like Michael Nealon or Michael McDonough. That is your business name. Your DBA is Mike Nealon Productions, Mike McDonough Video, whatever. Yeah. So to go into business, you don't have to be an LLC. No, correct. Like that's one I think thing that's I most need important. people yeah. to understand. Like you yeah. don't have to jump into that LLC yeah. Uh, right off the rip. Yeah. Um, especially if it's just going to be a little side thing that you do 20, 30 right. hours a week. Or, I mean, well, it's probably 10 to 15 hours, maybe. I mean, once you hit 20 to 30, you're, you're putting some serious time in. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, even proof of concept, like you're saying, like, correct. To yeah. prove that it's working, you yeah. can do that. Yeah. Just it doesn't have to be an LLC. You don't have to right. go get the insurances and all this. All the- yeah. Because once you get an LLC, that's a commitment of. Um, a four, in Rhode Island, each state is different. 
in Rhode Island a $400 a year commitment, no matter if you made $1,000, $10,000, 10 million, or $5. Or lost a... Or, yeah, or lost 10,000. Yeah. You, you still, still have to pay a $400. I can attest to that. When you lose money, you still pay it. <laughs> yeah, so you still <laughs> yeah. have to pay a filing fee. Um, if you're a sole proprietor, you file taxes as yourself. You basically would get 1099s from companies that you've worked for, um, and then it would just come under other business income, 1099K or something. Um, but yeah, you don't need to start as an LLC. So don't get into that hype. Don't get hung up to. on it. Exactly. Don't get exactly. Hung up on it. You can be John Smith, DBA, you know, whatever your business name yeah. is. Just Cunningham for all I care. I right. Whatever. Drew, I think you had a good point uh, before we get on air too about um, setting up like a separate bank account, even if it is a personal bank account, just to see if you can actually do this. Like you can actually make yeah. a profit and put all your money that you make into that account. Yeah. So that's definitely a huge thing. Like I do this with my rental properties. I have a separate checking account linked to my bank account and everything that I make on the rentals goes in that account. Everything I pay for, for that rental gets taken out of that account. Mm-hmm. So nothing I am doing out of my personal account is affiliated with the rentals. Yeah. So it comes with its own debit card. Yeah. It's, you don't have to have an actual LLC. It's still your money. Right. But this allows you to use your bank statements and check yourself. Yeah. You know, every week, every month, you can see what's coming in, what's going out. And you can see if you have to adjust your prices or, mm-hmm. or you can just, yeah. you know, get rid of this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just going to say it helps you, just like you said, track your income, track your expenses. Are you charging enough? How much money are you making? you have to adjust how much expenses maybe you're spending too much yeah so like when i first started i mean i didn't know anything about quickbooks or accounting or anything like that but what i did was i started that separate account and then i created a binder i love i love binders <laughs> binders and dividers you cannot go wrong but you there is uh these things these days called computers no and, uh, <laughs> they have uh they have these tools called notes google no. google I hate sheets you people with your notes. excel oh my god there's a, a program called microsoft look what he's excel. got in front of him it's nothing he's like nice... some good old handwriting dude <laughs> You could scribble stuff. You can use highlighters. I know we're going into the 20s here, but I didn't realize we were going in the 1920s. It's going to come back. Just like the 80s shit, yeah, dude. Okay. Fanny packs. We're, we're ahead of the... We're, was it retro? We're ahead. Yeah, I'm going to start writing right, cursive soon, too. These two guys writing on paper off. over here. We're hipster. Yeah. What do you want Bunch of animals. <laughs> He's got a notebook. I, I got graph paper. Yeah, I got a fucking monogram notebook. Ooh, I'm going to need me one of <laughs> it's those Christmas things. Christmas gift from me. <laughs> yeah, Mike got it for me. <laughs> because I forget my name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yes, no, I think it is a very good way to see if the business is sustainable before you make that jump into learning QuickBooks Mm -hmm. or becoming an LLC or registering the business. It just gives you a baseline. Save every single receipt. You three hole punch it. You put it in your binder so you can physically see it. You add them all up because it makes you, it actually physically makes you sit down, look at the numbers and understand them more. Yes. True. Yes. And, and you have to make sure your math is right so you're more attentive. <laughs> then like, you can use that thing called a phone with a yes, calculator on yes, it. Yes, Mike. Use Once we understand the concepts here that are at play, use we can use the goddamn phone. I use my calculator all the time when I go and look at numbers. And honestly, like you said, it's so helpful. And by getting that... For real. I'm, no, I'm serious. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. No, I you say calculator's helpful? No, no, no. <laughs> looking at the numbers. Looking at the numbers. But yeah, because yeah, when you're looking at those numbers, because it's a separate bank account, 
it's literally all of your expenses in that account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not this how much through my coffee expenses every morning to you know Right. Right. Like Mike and I did that the uh the end of last year. Yeah. We sat down and we took every single expense, including payroll expenses, and we're like, All right, how much money do we have to make a month? to keep ourselves afloat yeah. and pay ourselves. Yeah, until they kick a profit. And then, uh, yeah, then after we hit X dollars, we know that, all right, now we can go pay. I mean, we can go you know, extra money to play with. Yeah, You know, yeah, like yeah. that's when you know Advertising, you... Advertising, more all equipment. Pr- all profit. Capital. Yeah. Investing yeah. back into the capital. Because, like, you know, you take out the office, the internet, the, you know, the It adds up. It's like, yeah. we have, like, five different subscriptions to online, like... Software, software. tools. Yeah. Like yeah. So, like, you... All the um, health insurance, like all the, like the bottom line stuff that you need to spend mm-hmm. in order to make your business run. Right. And once we hit that number, we know that one, we're good for the month. And then two, all right, now we got some money to play with and go do something or try new advertising or get a new piece of equipment yeah. or anything. Yeah. 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 I think that's definitely structure it in a way that makes sense to you and then just slowly get into it. Like that helped me so much with QuickBooks because then I probably didn't spend enough time in it, honestly, because QuickBooks threw me through a loop for quite some, dude, it still throws me for a goddamn loop. Big program. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, I, I like over the years of learn how I've learned how to use it, but even still like our CPA, I'll hop on the phone with them and we'll do a quick screen share and he'll show me some things and I'll be like, what like it can mm-hmm. do that like i know yeah. i just saw <laughs> like you can p- potentially i don't want to say nothing but you might be able to deposit checks directly through quickbooks now yeah really? with instant transfers too i'm gonna wow. write a check to myself because i'm scared to do it with the customers but i was like <laughs> mind blown i called my bookkeeper i was like is this real she's like i don't know but it's sounds legit it like, seems your like bank a- doesn't do it I was like no my bank only does it for personal <laughs> stuff not business wait really yes you don't oh, we're stone age dude Papers, pens, <laughs> drive-through deposits. What it's, bank do you have? You know, we can cut if you don't want to say. Washington Trust. Uh, oh, okay. but I love them. I they love just them. got bought out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah a little while ago. But yeah. I called. Well, or I still not. love them. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hear the next one. I think uh, with that, it's a perfect segue to the next one, which is hiring an accountant versus QuickBooks. Mm. Yeah. I like that topic. I think right off the rip, we have to understand that there's a difference between a bookkeeper, an account, yep, uh, CPAs, yep, and just you doing QuickBooks on your own. Yeah. Right. So because I don't know, because I'm not uh, the the best at the in depth stuff, I'll start with the basics. Please do. Uh, so a bookkeeper is someone who will essentially look through your books, your bank accounts. Make sure all the transactions line up. You bought a coffee at this time for a client. You got a $1,500 check from this client for this project. Just making sure that all your transactions and everything line up appropriately. Everything is balanced. Um, An accountant is somebody who basically uh, will do like a full audit on your finances. Right? Basically. They'll file for you. And they'll, they'll file your taxes. And, and I guess in a, in a broad sense, a CPA will take a full audit of your finances. That's what they should do, yeah. File your taxes. And the CPA you trust. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take care <laughs> of filing. They're going to make sure you're not doing illegal stuff. Right, exactly. Keep they you in advice. line. I yep. think, yeah, I think it would be a good, a good piece of advice to talk to other business owners, um, compare see, CPAs. Yeah, see who they use. Talk to, like, your family. 
see if your family has any CPAs that they trust because they'll give you, you know, you want to go with some, they're handling your money. And don't, your don't jump on the first one. Right. right. Feel them out. I mean, at the end of the day, they're the ones that want your business because right. you're just going to be another customer. Uh, I know personally, I went, I've gone through five. Yeah, we're on three. We're on our yeah. third. Yeah. And you guys are in three years of business? Yep. Yeah. One so a year. This is, this is normal. This is normal. Yeah. It, but it's be like you want to find that relationship. Like you don't want to be stuck. Like oh, like fuck, I got to talk to my CPA. It's like yeah. oh, the CPA is calling. Let's answer the phone. Like yeah. let's have a conversation because yeah. you know that your business is in the best interest of everybody on that phone yeah. call. Yeah, my CPA. I emailed at seven o'clock last night. He got right back to me via email that night, and then I spoke to him since then twice via phone mm-hmm. just today. That's so good. That's the kind of relationship you want because those quick, easy answers can save you time. Yeah, a lot right. of time down the road. But let's not let's not uh, confuse people either. It's not that you'll ever be excited to talk to your CPA. There's nothing exciting about your finances. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, no. But having somebody you trust and you can have a good conversation with and uh, know that your things are A, taken care of, B, you trust them, uh, and C, you know, have that maintaining um, or maintain like a good relationship with them um, is is important. Yeah, trustworthy. I yeah, because the I mean, they're the ones that are up on all the tax and law regulations right. that are set. So, just for instance, uh, all you business owners out there, meals, meals, one hundred percent till twenty twenty three. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. And a lot of people might jump that if they're doing their trying to scave away with doing their own taxes, right. saving. To five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that yeah. might not be. You're, you might not be paying attention to. Like, you might be the losing tax so codes. many deductions, right. or you or, might be taking the wrong ones. Right. Exactly. Like, they got rid of entertainment last year. Mm-hmm. If you you're gonna get screwed if you yeah. thought entertainment was still part of the whole. And I wouldn't have known that unless my CPA you're told me that. Bring you know? unwanted attention to your. Uh, tax return and that is right. never yeah. wanted. That's what you yeah. We don't want that. <laughs> you don't want the IRS to to notice you. No. You, you know, just want to fly you, under the radar. No. A cool a cool rule of thumb which I kind of go by is you pay the CPA X amount of dollars, but in the end they're saving you that amount of money. Yeah. In the long run. In the long right. run. And right. paying taxes. It's like paying with, for insurance. <laughs> yeah. And 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 taking care of an aspect of your business that can be extremely like just taxing and just no pun intended (laughs) to know that like you're taking care of 110 percent like you don't have to worry about anything we got to take that with a grain of salt i mean we we can't put any cpas on the bus here like if you fuck something up or do something illegal that's on you yeah but they're there for your benefit to make sure that you don't do that they're going to try to keep you in line right best as possible with the correct judgment and leadership right. and it's up to you ultimately to uh, yeah, like that's make the decisions because yeah. let's not get it twisted yeah. like i can people can be shady yeah. right, right you know right, right. um so you gotta be you know you can't spend 10 grand at the strip club and expect to write that off definitely not not a business no. unless you're james harden no i guess so <laughs> he's a basketball player and i got it yeah, i know i know <laughs> um so yeah and and so it's basically hiring an accountant versus quickbooks um, correct yeah so your accountant will use QuickBooks. They're they're sort of they go hand in hand. You're gonna have to use QuickBooks. Yes, no matter what. If QuickBooks or Zero. Um yeah, there's zero. I think there's Fresh QuickBooks. Fresh does Quicken have one? Or Quicken or is that QuickBooks? Um, uh, no, QuickBooks is on the other day it's it. accounting software and it's gonna suck. So yeah. just yeah. pick your poison. QuickBooks is the biggest and name. Learn to um make but it yes, work. there's ones like Drew mentioned Zero, X E R O. 
There's, um, I think, FreshBooks. Um, there's, there's several options out there. You know, do Quick, your research. QuickBooks is just out. the big name. You know, QuickBooks yeah, is the very well priced. Right, right. Good no price. free ads, but no yeah. matter what you do, you're get going to have to get used to an accounting software. So how did and, how did you learn the QuickBooks? YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> like, say like you yeah. know you can sit down with your accountants and they yeah. can help you out through that, but you have to. I mean, there's just so much to it, and they change well, it so damn. Often. I was just right. gonna I was just gonna mention um, for compatibility wise and accountants who use certain ones, QuickBooks might be your best bet no matter what, just because every yeah, CPA uses uh, QuickBooks. Yeah, if you if you you know find out you like zero, you might go to some accountant who is not really well versed in that's zero. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, so that's another thing to keep in mind. QuickBooks is the most universal. Practically everybody at least knows how to use it, especially accountants, obviously. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I can figure out how to use it, anybody else can. <laughs> right, it's right. Easy, guys. So just uh, two cents. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. And QuickBooks is one of those things too where it's another kind of, not fail safe, but it's like making sure that you're okay and you guys are on track because it'll tell you your profit, your loss, your expenses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look at it real quick and be like, all right, why you are my... You can look at your balance sheets, your P&Ls, yeah. all that stuff. You can derive a lot of What is P&L? Profit, profit loss. loss. Pro- just profit, for the people who... Profit loss. Oh, I thought you were just... Yeah. No, 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 no. I know what a P&L is. Right? <laughs> kind of like deer in the headlights. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, because you can look at it and it has the report right there. All right, we spent... 30, you know, 34 bucks last week at, on coffee. Like you multiply that by 52 weeks, like that's going to add up. Let's see if we can cut back on like the coffee cost or, you know, something random like that. I mean, you can't really cut back on coffee costs. Coffee is just an example. I know how much much you love your nitro. (laughs) Um, But it helps you because you can stay organized. You can uh, categorize your expenses and all that stuff. I mean, if you... Or what you do a quarterly review and you yeah. have no utility costs and you've paid your rent and you've kept the lights on, you, it's going to be a red flag. Like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. we can go back into where are your utilities? Yeah, where is that getting redirected? And All let's right. fix it now. So yeah. twelve months later, I'm not sitting here with a pamphlet of receipts trying to fix this. Yeah, yeah. Or you're not spending like three hours because now your utilities have jumped into some other category for the last three years yeah and now you have to i don't want to go that bad but that can definitely happen (laughs) yeah well new quickbooks update you can actually nerd nerd out but you can actually classify stuff by just hitting a drop down and menu now yes there you go so they're doing a lot of cool stuff yeah that's another point that i should make is that quickbooks is awesome and again no free ads they're awesome at listening to their customers they can sponsor though Mm-hmm. Hey, QuickBooks, can we get a, uh, <laughs> we get a little sponsorship be, here? Uh, yeah. That'd be a big one. A couple extra tutorials. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, just do just pay for my books and I'm good. <laughs> pay, my, pay my CPA. Yeah. I forgot what I was saying. Um, the drop-down category. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. QuickBooks is awesome at like Listening staying users, up with yeah. the time. If you go down, you send them an email saying, hey, I think this could be easy. They're awesome at like beta testing stuff and mm-hmm. trying new things and making it easier for yeah, the user cool. experience. Yeah. User-friendly is definitely the yeah, thing. Yeah, so I would say, like, if you're going to go with a piece of software, probably use QuickBooks. QuickBooks yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and and kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier with the, with the plan, figuring out, like, putting all your expenses down on paper. This is now the advanced step of that. You've maybe been in business now. You've formulated yeah. your plan. Your business is in effect. You've been you know, in business now a year and it's working. This is now just the updated version of that. And you have your paper yeah. that you're if writing. If you're doing your 10 grand down. a year, I mean, 10 grand a month 
in revenue and you watch a couple YouTube videos on how to reconcile your QuickBooks, your QuickBooks and how to separate and organize everything and you're like, it's nothing. I can yeah. do that. Then you don't need a bookkeeper. But me? Yeah. No, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And yeah. I gladly pay my bookkeeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm well, very, you also, very happy to Your have time is, you know, very valuable because you, yeah. you are working that full-time right. job as well still. So it's like you have less time. I'd rather go be and on work the computer on a, quoting a job right. than reconciling my book like right. you want to be making money not spending money it costs me less to have her do it than exactly yeah, yeah. so it's just a convenience fee you yeah. know and you probably learned that along the way yes yeah yeah but yeah and it's and, not easy to do <laughs> yeah and kind of going off the point you made a couple minutes ago about coffee like it really does help you see like okay we're spending this much on travel we're spending this much on supplies we're spending this much on rent we're spending this much on utilities you really get a good view of all your expenses, the categories, where can you cut down to make more money and use for other things? How much are you spending on advertising? Right. Are you getting a return? Make sure you yep. track that. Um, and you're no longer writing down your expenses. They do a great yeah. job of you just put your bank account in and it yeah. populates everything for you and you just yeah. categorize it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's boring accounting talk, but yeah. it's necessary. It's a necessary evil for your business. For sure. Yeah, that's a good way to. It can get out of hand quick too. Yeah. Yeah. But like you're saying, if Make you sure start off on with of one account and you learn how to reconcile it, that you can multiply that and you can easily, you know, oh, practice yeah. that yep. as if you grow with it. Like yeah. if you all of a sudden have eight accounts, you got to go re- put in right yeah. off the bat. Then, or yeah, you can be like you'd... Drew and just hire a, a bookkeeper, which is not a, a bad thing. But having a general understanding of it is important so that you know. A, what they're doing, if they're doing the right thing. Obviously, if you hire a professional, chances are they're, they know what they're doing. Yes. Maybe. But just so you know you're yeah. getting uh, the return you want and you can at and least have a general bookkeeper, understanding. By, you know, a bookkeeper does not get paid what a CPA gets paid. But Correct. a bookkeeper keeps the cost of your CPA down yes, because exactly. they don't have to worry about going right. through your books at the end of the year right. with a fine-tuned, fine-tooth comb. Right. And that is huge because that's a big hefty bill that all three of us at this table <laughs> have, have paid. paid. Yes. I bought yeah. a fucking hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was really good. Was really oh good. my God. <laughs> but yes, we Ooh. all bring it back. Yeah. We, we all back to the table boys. We all learn the hard way, but yeah. that, that's another lesson yeah. is you're going to learn. The only way to do it is sometimes get thrown in the fire and we'll, we won't make, make that, that mistake, mistake again. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can we talk about a segue? <laughs> Lessons, mistakes. Did you see what I did wow. there? Look at that. Uh, guys, so that's rap- a professional over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. He's aiming for your job. Uh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> uh, that is the topic of hiring an accountant first QuickBooks. Just a broken record here. If there's any expansion needed and if you have any further questions on QuickBooks versus accounting, don't talk to me. Talk to Mike McDonough or possibly Drew. Uh, but shoot us a, a message. Uh, we'll be happy to. Let's uh, dig deeper into the stuff. Yeah. Expand. Um, yeah. And so now the next and uh, final topic of this episode is going to be uh, biggest business mistake. And what's the second half of it? How did you pivot? How did you pivot? If okay. at all. Um. Do you want to start this one off, or do you do you have no. one in mind for this, or we got this? I think this. I mean, you guys take the cake okay. on this one. I think. Um, so uh, the overarching sort of theme for this one, in my opinion, is that um, there's no real true mistakes. Everything that could be considered a mistake or a loss is a lesson. 
Um, in actually our last episode with Drew, I talked about this poster that I really like, and it says, you win or you learn. Um, and I do, I actually got that poster for Christmas, uh, which is cool. But, um, I really, I really truly believe in that because anything that could be considered a loss, like I just said, um, really can be a lesson. You, uh, you know, get fired by some client. Why? Why'd you get fired? Why did this client not want to work with you anymore? Um, there's a lesson there. Did you screw up? Did they screw up? Now you realize the type of clients you don't want to go after, or you did something wrong and you realize, okay, I shouldn't work like this in the future. And you know, I'll maintain those, those clients like that. Um, so we had a project, uh, almost two years ago now. And, um, we, long story short, we, we took about $6,000 off the price for the opportunity to travel. Um, we thought it was a cool opportunity. Um, and uh, you know, our original quote was a little bit over what the client wanted to pay. So we reworked it and decided, yeah, this is a cool opportunity. Um, we think we'll be okay. Let's, let's cut the price down to get more in their budget. Um, and we did, and they accepted it. Um, it turned out to be probably three to five times more work than we had anticipated. The client undersold it. And that's an, <laughs> and that's an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, you know, the work we had anticipated was not what actually happened. We worked probably twice or three times as hard as we, we thought we, we should have charged them more Yeah, <laughs> than the original. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, we ended up working three days straight. Um, not that it wasn't a fun project. We had a, we had a blast. It was a great time. Just from a business standpoint, from a business yeah. standpoint, um, it, you know, obviously we took a loss on it and, um, in the end we just thought, uh, you know, in, in the beginning, or I'm sorry, um, we thought that it would be a cool opportunity. We get to travel, work with this new client. Um, and it, uh, it screwed us. You know, we, we, like I said, we adjusted our price probably lower than we should have. Um, and looking back after that job, um, and those losses are, that's going to happen in business. And like so I just said, so everybody knows, that's yeah, going to happen. You're never going to avoid inevitable. that completely. And a, we'll never sell out again for the opportunity. Right, exactly. You know? After that was like a huge mm-hmm. lesson. And we still made money. It's not that we didn't make any money. We reduced the price, but we didn't do it for free. So, it, you know, it wasn't the end of the world. Um, and but looking back, it's a huge lesson. Now we know we don't you know, it, it's going to be more work than you anticipate sometimes. Um, and just for an opportunity to travel, um, might not always work out in the end. And I think it was a good, um, you know, it was a good thing because Financially. it was a good thing because it was a $15,000 project instead of, let me talk about the, instead of a $150,000 project, right? We were able to learn this lesson early that mm-hmm. you need to know your worth and st- stick to that and don't undersell yourself right, and not every right. because a client can't afford you doesn't mean you have to come down to them it doesn't mean that your work is worth less because they don't want to spend right, what right, you think right. you're worth and that was a very important lesson to learn yeah and you know from here on out we carry now we that know. lesson with us right yeah. and and it's only going to help you in the future because another you know that's not the only time that somebody asks oh can you come down on the price it happens all the time um, and we'll happily try to get as close as we can. Exactly. And, and, and in every situation, you know, it can be different. Like we just have to weigh the pros and cons. Um, you know, that time, uh, you know, we were wrong, but, uh, it's not that expensive to fly guys. 
I know. Could, well, they paid for the flight. Yeah. Yeah, but $6,000. Like I mean, unless it was a jet. I no, mean, Jesus. No, no, no. We didn't fly private. Oh, Jesus. Or first class. Not yet. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, every, every mistake, quote unquote, or every loss um, really is a lesson for the future. You understand what not to do in the future or it, how not to work or in, what to look for, it, what not to look for. Yeah. It's ine- inevitable that it's going to happen. It's how do you react to it and what do you take away from it? That's going to make that mistake worth it. Yeah. Right. You may at the, at the time it'd be like, Oh shit. Like I lost out on X amount of dollars or right. I missed this opportunity. All right. How can you do better next time? Like yeah. what's the other steps you can take so you don't fuck up again? Yeah. yeah. And actually I have one other, uh, small, lesson um that i like to share on the wedding side so for any wedding folks or photographer videographer folks out there um you guys might relate to this one but in my first year ever doing weddings it was 2015 i believe um i had a contract that was vague and so one line was you know coverage for five to six hours and um also not to mention with the financials the uh, balance was due after the wedding, not before, which in most wedding vendors nowadays, nine times out of 10, all the money is due before the wedding. Yeah. Um, which is just standard. And so, you know, I was young, didn't know, was trying to be flexible. So I said, yeah, the balance is due when I give you the video, like six to eight weeks after the wedding. They gave me the balance when I delivered the video. And then because they wanted revisions, canceled the check on me while it was like pending what so then the money didn't go into my account and they got uh, a final product in hand and they had their final product essentially they still wanted revisions so um they blamed it on oh we lost our checkbook so we just had to cancel a bunch of checks or we misplaced a few checks um you never told me i didn't know that the 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 ending is they held the, the the remaining money over my head until i made all the edits and um, because the check was canceled, um, I got hit with overdraft fees because the money started to get deposited and then it got pulled. Um, so I got hit with overdraft fees. Uh, and then, you know, I said, hey, you're responsible for these overdraft fees. You guys canceled the check on me. I'm sorry, um, but that's on you. So here's your remaining balance, really. Uh, and they argued it. And because it wasn't in my contract, anything about fees, all they did, all they paid was the, the, their actual remaining balance minus the fees. And I got screwed. Uh, so moving forward, um, you know, in our contracts is for weddings. Payment is due before the wedding, full payment. Any fees from bounce checks, canceled checks, or otherwise oh, yeah. are responsible. You know, you're responsible for it. My lease agreements? Yeah. 15, 16 pages long? Yeah. yeah. And, and Did you have a lawyer draw everything. that up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And at the time, um, you know, a couple fees amounted to about $75 um, and their balance was But for a $600, but yeah. For a $600 wedding video. Yeah, scale that up. Now, yeah. what's yeah, the exactly. $6,000 one? Right. So, um, yeah. It, yes. Was it a loss? Did I, did I lose $75 in fees? Yeah. Did I uh, get screwed for four weeks getting, you know, waiting for $500? Yeah. But I learned like hell. Not going to make that mistake twice. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and just you got to be aware of them. Yeah, stuff's gonna suck sometimes. Yeah, but take away as much as you can. Understand what you're trying to take away. Yeah, see the silver lining. Yeah, pull it out and capitalize exactly. on it. But yeah, that's another thing too. I really like what you just said, Drew. Is finding the silver lining. 
it's easy after that mistake to get down on yourself and be like, fuck, I screwed up. I lost $5,000 or like I didn't charge them enough or I worked too hard on this and now I'm in the hole X amount of dollars. Really looking forward say, you know what? I made that mistake, but hey, I'm not going to make it again. I'm going to rewrite that contract. I'm going to change my hourly rate. I'm going to charge more, bring my expenses down, whatever it may be, whatever that lesson was. Yeah, the lesson's learned. It's over, done with. Now you can Move get on Move forward with it. Yeah. and what don't make you? that mistake twice. What about you? You got anything? I have no idea. I just... Drew doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. No, I just make too many. Like, what's the biggest one? There's a shit ton. I don't know. You know? A lot of lessons. Yeah. But it's all, yeah, it's... Like I said, and, it's and how I you learn from it. Necessarily see them as mistakes. Like exactly, they're lessons. I fuck up. They're lessons. I learn from. I know not to do Move it again. Move forward. Yeah, or it. do it again differently. Yes, very approach differently. differently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. No, that was a great segue to another one, but we're, we'll hold off. What's we'll the? Hold off. We, what's yeah. The, what are we at? Yeah. You're about yeah. like an hour in right now. Leah, yeah. maybe if we keep them. Guys, we're hour. gonna we're gonna hold off here. Um, let us know how you like this uh, sort of structure, this format. We have more questions, so um, definitely stay tuned for the future one. Should we give a couple hints? More is to come. What do we Advertising coming up. Yep. Marketing. Um, being productive. Staying organized. Hiring. In tax write-offs. Real exciting. Ooh. Do you even know what a write-off is? I don't know. <laughs> what is a write-off? You write it off. <laughs> you ever seen another, the Seinfeld? This is another reference. We gotta, I'm pull, getting. we gotta pull the clip from Seinfeld. I have a, oh, I have a list of clips. You just write I, it oh off. What do you mean write it off? What write it off to What are you guys who? doing? Watching Seinfeld. You're 30, 20 I don't years really old. like Seinfeld. Do you know I never watched Seinfeld until I was 27 years old? Jesus. Like I never didn't even know what it was. Well, I knew what it was, but I, like, I never like yeah. watched it. Then I watched it. I was like, you just whoa, this show's pretty good. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, but yes, uh, some more exciting stuff coming. Uh, really looking forward to the next one. Um, Drew, thanks for coming in again, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate you having it in here. I, I in. love it. Um, um, everybody listening, let us know what you think. If you have questions, please submit them. Uh, send us a DM. More at questions, up the in better. Your biz pod at uh, Garage Bay LLC. Let's keep um, this up. Subscribe, yeah. leave a rating, let us know what you think uh, of the podcast. Yeah, we and the giveaway. What are we giving yes. away? Oh. So if you have made it this far in the podcast, we should, or video, hats off. we should make a hashtag that shows that someone listened to the end. Yes. Like, yeah. So I, I don't actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how it's going to be structured, but we're going to, I'm going to give away some free shit. Yeah. Sweatshirts, t-shirts, hat, stuff like that. And we'll even throw in a pair of Gary V. Uh, oh, we're doing it. Shoes. Dark clouds. Ooh, it's Dark clouds. On air. It? It's legit. Yeah, okay. we'll do it. We so, have uh, a size 10 and a size 10 and a half two, of two. Well, we gave away one and oh, I don't know okay. which one. So we have one 10, <laughs> one 10 and a half. Gary V. Dark clouds. Uh, they were the 003s. They were a limited run. Um, and I believe you can only find them on eBay now. Um, but we're going to give away uh, a pair for free. So if you're a size 10 or 10 and a half. You Guys, this one. is an investment. Yeah. All you got to do, drop us a review. We, I don't know how we're going to structure it, but whether it's a review. Leave uh, a review. You put your sn- name in the review. You know, do a snapshot of you listening to this podcast and yep. post it up. Tag us. We're going to yep. do something like that. We'll, we'll get it structured a little bit better and let you guys know. But uh, we got some shoes and hats and, and yeah. gear. Yeah, we got some gear. I like, I like your idea. If you, you know, leave a review, five-star review. Um, maybe four stars. <laughs> screenshot yeah. it, 
and then take a photo of where you're listening to the podcast at. Yeah, you're driving. Yeah, where are you? Well, and be safe if you're driving. Yeah, yeah. Pull over. All right, I'll give you a couple <laughs> stop minutes. Stop at the red ready? light. Ready? Pull over here. Stop at the red light. <laughs> but and then okay, are you stopped. Tag. Did you stop? Tag one of us in it. Uh, tag focus forward. Tag up Drew. In pod. Up in your biz pod. Garage Bay. Uh, Diesel Drew. Yep. Whatever it is. And um, we'll pull them all together on our next episode and pick a winner. Yes, sir. And Sounds again, if me. you guys have questions uh, that we didn't answer or that we're not going to get to, um, please let us know and we will uh, do another one of these. Um, any comments on some of the questions we did answer, uh, you know, send us a message. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We're out. And that's it. 